fair warning this particular episode is quite heavy with data and a bunch of other conversations about how emails are being engaged by clients and how to better uh, utilize these metrics so we included the presentation slides which were used during the event thank you very much and you can download the slides and follow along while you listen to the podcast it will be a great addition to your library and we also included the email report which was also referred to within the podcast so the uh, download links are in the show notes download them have them ready and take a glance at them while you're listening to the uh, panelists present their sessions thanks for joining us and let's jump right into today's episode welcome to the design course welcome to the design course academy podcast where you learn how to design a first world business in a third world economy here's your host adeboratia jaunu number one the person monitoring needs to be knowledgeable in that field it needs to um, also know some advanced commands to be able to actually monitor the delivery of email. So that's one of the major challenges that I've seen across. And because it's practically impossible to log into the recipient's email box to check and see if they have delivered the email or if the email is open. So it, it is just basic one issue that challenge that has always been with email and particularly transactional emails. So for instance, the customer complains and says, ah, um, I just triggered a password. We said I've not seen it. The issue is always around, are you sure it's not in your spam emails? Can you talk to your email provider? There's always it's actually one um, challenge. The second challenge is also around gaining valuable insight into how is my email uh, performing in terms of the transactional emails, um, the triggered emails that we're talking about now. A user, for instance, opens an account with, um, with your organization and expect that typically she just get an email to either reset the password or at least a welcome message and is waiting for minutes and nothing is coming now this may not happen all the time but for even those customers that it happens to it's a bad experience and at this point the touch point for every organization is very important transactional email is one of the very key um, touch points for customers they must be able to feel the impact of your service at every touch point so getting that insight and um, cc just talked about the metrics that you that need to be monitored in, for you to know that you're actually getting value from those systems those things are not available with the normal email systems because they are not designed for that and so that represents one of the challenge that you know get when it comes to having insight into how they are triggered or transactional emails get delivered another challenge that we've seen that i've seen across the industry is the fact that you're not in total control of um, how those emails actually deliver us into the mailbox because there are different high organizations and what so different across so even between organizations that need to actually communicate or get this kind of email experience there is always that you know back and that scenarios where you say can you get in touch with your email administrator can they whitelist my domain can you look at the ip that you're publishing so all those goes around because they are different isps and they have different rules and how their emails should actually be managed another thing i've seen across the industry is also the spam filters that are set up by different organizations different level of securities so 
there are, there are these different components. Some organizations mandate um, that email authentication security solutions be put in place that enforces that you have DKIM, DMARC, um, SPF. These are all authentication mechanisms that different organizations have to actually set what they want. And in some cases, some organizations might set something more stringent than what others are setting. And so it means that those emails never really get delivered and the reason which you actually track, report or monitor this. Um, typically as an email administrator, the first thing you want to say is, it's left my queue, you should be in your queue. The second person says, uh, no, you know, there, I can't see it. Then there's the gap. It's been a while since we wanted to jumpstart our podcast. In the past, it was a hassle to do that. Thanks to Buzzsprout, we're now able to publish our podcast to multiple directories and get our message to you. If you've been thinking of starting your podcast, why don't you consider using Buzzsprout? Use the link in the show notes of this episode so they'll know we sent you. You'll love them. Where's this email? Everybody is lost into actually knowing why the email was not really delivered. So uh, then the... The problem is developer is saying, I've sent it from my application. The email administrator says, hum, it's left my queue. So what do we do about it? These are the problems we've seen. And these are all associated with um, in-house triggered um, email systems. Because we see that these systems, even though they've been built to actually uh, improve on the um, special email systems, there's still a couple of handle of couple of issues that we've seen even with even using some special systems to deliver triggered emails. We recently experienced that in, in we're trying to do our issues with apps from tool and all of all those impacted on the user experience for the organization. So um, just like um, we've mentioned, there's the, all these impacts on the rate at which your transactional emails go out. And like I said, it's really a very bad touch point and experience for the customers when they're not able to trigger an email and get the response as they should. We all know that, of course, infrastructure changes from time to time, and that that affects IPs, affects some settings and all of that. All these reasons why uh, trigger providers want to see change in IPs, then they begin to flag it as an unknown IP, and then the emails never get delivered. Um, there's also the problem of domain reputation. Like I mentioned, this actually very different from each other. There's a, it's not enforced globally, it's a practice. So people determine what, so if we're implementing something different than what I'm implementing, this bridge is damaged in that case because of those emails don't get delivered. One other thing we've also seen uh, a huge problem is being able to actually analyze how your emails are actually performing, uh, whether it's triggered email or, st or statement email is always a huge problem within our um, systems that are used. And you can also track, you can actually track um, the live queue of what your email is doing. You have to rely on tools, like I said. You don't get insight into, did the user um, subscribe from my email? Did the user put my email in the, in the spam box? So all these are just um, issues. You can track open rates. You can know whether the email is actually opened. And it becomes a problem for both the developers, the email administrator, and eventually the customers you're trying to serve. So these insights um, are very necessary because solutions are not able to actually give you those kind of insights into the solutions. Thank you, CC. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, thanks, Mike. So I, I completely agree to the points that monitoring or, uh, or the kind of insights that you have to draw 
can be very complex right i think it's it, it's not just it's not just one direction that you have to go there are like multiple other metrics and then some of the things some of the metrics are obviously visible and some of the metrics like the overall inboxing that your actual users are getting uh, that's something which is which which is not directly visible there's a lot of there's a lot of expertise that is needed to actually get it done and also it's not just internal expertise but also you need to have the right set of tools and the kind of relations with the mailbox providers in case you run into issues to be able to resolve them you need those specialized relations and then you know that 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 definitely is a is a breed of expertise in itself the typical reasons why a brand would uh, would typically you know move from an in-house infrastructure or an internal crm to the to a cloud deployment right while the entire data can sit in the infrastructure but the the mail at least the email piece the email delivery needs to happen from 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 a cloud for the specific reason that we have seen a lot of indian banks moving away or indian or a lot of southeast asian banks that we work with maybe standard chartered or icici bank or axis bank or these are some of the largest banks are in these regions and they're all they're in cloud this for this specific reason that uh, you know uh, the whole deliverability situation is a very complex thing and then specialized infrastructure and closed monitoring which is not which is not an in-house expertise also so that so that's where that's where i think brands are looking at uh, a cloud deployment also another another factor is that so while this this all becomes a closely monitoring situation it rate it requires a dedicated team to look at but the the story is the or uh, focus of the brand is their core product not email for example if it's a bank core banking is a product not on how to deliver the email right i think that is one of the channel out there but then it's not the core expertise that a, a bank or any brand as a matter of fact should focus on in terms of in terms of building those capabilities so the third uh, the third uh, uh, you know uh, driving factor that we have seen is that the internal operational costs and one is of course the server deployments and the people deployment for the, for the sake of monitoring and all the other pieces extra uh, add that add it up with the deliverability issues or the perceived roi loss because of the deliverability issues that they get encountered and 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 uh, then with staying long that is that is going to be a significantly higher cost incurred than any cloud deployment that that goes with and this is not just once as i think it's been it's been across the globe have been done multiple times and this is the precise reason why a lot of brands are today looking at looking at moving to a cloud deployment for email rather than actually building that building the expertise in house on to the next slide okay i guess we've um from both sides of how um, the transactional email experience is with using in-house and also cloud-based triggers. Mr. Michael, maybe you want to share with us what has changed from your problems and issues since you moved to a cloud-based trigger system. It's been a while since we wanted to jumpstart our podcast. In the past, it was a hassle to do that. Thanks to Buzzsprout, we're now able to publish our podcast to multiple directories and get our message to you. If you've been thinking of starting your podcast, why don't you consider using Buzzsprout? Use the link in the show notes of this episode so they'll know we sent you. You'll love them. Thank you, CK. Uh, a lot has changed. I'm excited to talk about it. There's been a, a huge difference from operating in-house and going to the cloud. Um, I've been a huge of 
fan of cloud. Fidelity is one of the companies that actually embraces um, the cloud a lot. We're one of the very first companies to actually move our entire messaging and collaboration solution to the cloud for the entire organization, doing a lot of stuff in the cloud because we've seen the value of it. So when the opportunity came for us to actually consider this service for the cloud, it was one thing that was embraced by the management um, because we want to be able to provide that good touch point and customer experience for all of our customers. Uh, and we have the backing of the management in all the way for that. So we've seen faster delivery. Then that came to my mind when we started um, um, working with this, we had to just prove the concept and the value of this solution. And during that period, we had the similar issues of a user saying, oh, I'm sorry, I can't get my, I didn't receive my email in my box. I triggered an email and I didn't see it. You know, it was easy for us to go into that the cloud of Post panel and actually see that the user have opened the email. So I actually called back the user personally, called the line and said, oh, hello, sorry, if you get an email, did you receive it? And she confirmed, yes, I opened the email. But that's something you don't get with an ordinary, the ordinary regular systems. They don't have that level of visibility. So we're seeing higher delivery rates of, of, of our triggered emails from our customers. We're, we're getting confirmation that has been delivered into their inbox, not even into their spam, you understand? We are able to get real life analytics and statistics into how our transactional emails are performing, how our statement emails are performing. We see the trend, um, how it's growing um, month after month. And that's because it's a good one for the developers also. They can easily integrate um, their solutions with um, with the, with the with the platform um, through APIs. This is something they didn't have before, but with, with the cloud-based um, Pepepro solution, it was a great and awesome experience for them because then they could easily just do stuff with the APIs. It was a good one. So we were seeing reduction in customer complaints of a lot in, from the different um, teams that actually send out these um, triggered emails of, and the applications that send them. There have been a huge reduction, over 90% reduction of those complaints. And we have better insight into actually how that platform is behaving. We can monitor closely, we can actually see and then address any concerns. The speed at which we also get resolution is something also very commendable because if the case is raised with the team, there's this fast response and still in the case until it's resolved. As a bank, we're also able to get insight into how those emails have been delivered or even been bounced, if there's any bounce, and how to actually just make sure that they're actually resolved uh, within the smallest possible time. So it's been a huge experience of higher delivery rates, like I mentioned, and then it's been good all, all, all the way. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Michael. Yeah, what we've been um, preaching is actually um, happening, wherein um, the transactional mills on the cloud are doing way better than the in-house experience. Just we have Nishan Chabra, who is the regional VD for Aconetical Solutions on this call. I just wanted to run this by you. So what do you think how do you think the experience has changed as regards to adoption for email marketing since you first landed in Nigeria and um, started onboarding the banking, the major banking brands? Thanks, uh, Chukuri. Good morning, everyone. So yes, since I would say the adoption of transactional emails and promotional emails, one of my colleagues, Chukuri, shared the slide in the beginning of this webinar when we analyzed in our banking report, in 2018, we analyzed 500 million emails. 
the trend we were seeing of open rates in the market, Nigeria market was about 14 to 16% of the open rates. We hope that this was fun for you. Remember to support our sponsors because by supporting them, you support us. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Like and share this episode because when all is said and done, we need to support each other. Till our next episode, stay hopeful and build something that matters.